Hey, Digging Deeper fans, this is Stu from the Inroads Podcast. Before we get you to our conversation, I wanted to share some news with you. We've started our fall donor drive, and now is your chance to get a gift for your reoccurring donation to Appian Media. Everyone who gives a monthly gift of $10 or more will be shipped this great gift. You can go to appianmedia.org slash donation to learn more and to make your monthly reoccurring donation. I'll share what the gift is a little later in the podcast. Now, let's get you to the show. Have you ever wondered how thousands of people could hear Jesus teach? Today on the podcast, we'll visit a location on the shore of the Sea of Galilee where Jesus taught one of his most well-known parables and will conduct a really cool audio experiment. Welcome to Digging Deeper, the podcast where we talk about the geography, archaeology, people, and cultures of the lands of the Bible. By exploring those areas, we hope to broaden your understanding of the biblical narrative. You can learn more about us here at Appian Media and watch our free video series at www.appianmedia.org. Before we start today, we want to talk about our sponsor, Memo Marketing. Recently, Appian Media has teamed with Memo Marketing to update our website as well as provide a number of other marketing ideas for helping us promote the work we're trying to do. We're happy to have them on board, and we'll say a little bit more about them later in the program. All right, Dan, here we are. We've been talking about this for a long time, and I'm finally glad that we get to do it. It's been Uh, a long time in coming. First of all, let me, uh, let's do some introductions here. Let me introduce myself. My name is Barry Brittnell. If you've uh, been associated with Appian Media at all, uh, you may have seen my image on the videos that we have been producing with the Following Messiah and Searching for a King. But uh, strangely enough, I actually have a degree in meteorology. I got that at Florida State University a number of years ago. We're actually going to talk about that in a later episode, so I don't want to talk about it a lot right now. But I spend most of my time uh, developing software, but I have a passion for the lands of the Bible, and I've been able to travel over to Israel a number of times, and I love being able to share that with other people. And so that's me. My partner in crime here is Dan Kingsley. Dan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a physician uh, who works in Chattanooga. Uh, I specialize in hematology, medical oncology, and palliative medicine. But I tell all my patients that's my day job, so I get to do the fun stuff. And I'm very passionate about the lands of the Bible, traveling over there, teaching others about it. And with Appian Media, you'll see my name. Generally, in the credits, I do a lot of behind-the-scenes stills photography and helping out. And I tell you, if you go to our website and look at a lot of those still images, uh, Dan took nearly every one of those. Dan is a fantastic photographer, and boy, he has done a great job with all that. Well, let's talk a little bit about the history that we have together. Uh, I have lived the uh, last—I grew up in North Alabama and lived for a while in Florida, but have lived the last 25 or so years in North Alabama, back where I grew up. And uh, Dan has actually been a little more mobile with his work. He's actually traveled around a good bit, but we spent some time at the same at the same period of time in Alabama. Yeah, about yeah. Uh, 11 years ago is when I moved to North Alabama, and we kind of knew each other in passing, but it, I guess it was about six or seven years ago that we really got to know each other well, and that was about the time where you were starting to think about doing your uh your tours over to Israel. Yeah, that's right. And if you live in North Alabama and you want to talk with somebody about Israel, uh, there's not very many people. And so Dan and I were really lucky to find each other. We would uh, often meet at a local barbecue joint and uh, just enjoy lunch. 
But uh, the table would be spread out with atlases and books and all kind of things. As a matter of fact, last night we had barbecue again. <laughs> That's right. That seems to be a trend with us. Yes. Uh, we find the barbecue places and then uh, enjoy just talking about Israel. Okay, well, let's talk about what we're trying to do here with this podcast. Uh, one of the things about one of the things that Dan and I have learned as we have been studying the land is that uh, we all know the Bible really, really well. However, a lot of us take the approach, and I know I did, uh, where you just kind of scratch the surface. And what we're trying to do here is dig deeper. There's some little nuances to the text and things like that that you can learn about the land that if you understand those things, it helps you to understand the stories even more. And so that's exactly what Dan and I want to do with this podcast. We want to delve into different areas to help you have a better understanding of a lot of the narrative that's in the Bible. And so to do that, we're going to be going to different places. We're going to be talking to different people. And uh, today, we actually want to spend uh, most of our time talking about a specific location uh, in the Galilee area. This is called the Cove of the Sower. Tell us a little bit about that, Dan. Well, if you're familiar with your map of the Sea of Galilee, uh, the area that we call the Cove of the Sower is on the northwest side. And um, it's just a little inlet in the lake. Uh, the reason it's called Cove of the Sower is it goes back to uh, Matthew 13, where Jesus gets in a boat and pushes out a little bit and teaches the crowd, and he tells them the parable of the sower going out to sow. And normally when we're driving, they'll say, there's the Cove of the Sower as you drive by on the way to Capernaum. So it's, it's really in between Magdala, which is near the city of Tiberias, and then as you head north, it's almost to Capernaum when you get there. Is that the true location? Possibly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. One of the interesting things is that when we were filming Following the Messiah, when we got to episode seven, we had a whole episode about the teachings of Jesus. And this was a place where we wanted to visit because of exactly what you mentioned. And as you said, it is almost impossible to get to. But we had a plan. We had seen a gate that you could get to. And before even leaving the hotel that morning, we had we had packed the bus so that we could immediately and very quickly get everything off the bus because we were going to have to stop right in the middle of the road. And so we did. We pulled the bus up. We all jumped out, opened the doors, pulled the gear out of the bottom of the bus. The bus was closed up and drove off. And then we turned around and realized there was a lock on the gate. And not only that, uh, there there were the uh, signs and there were video cameras and it was it looked like a, a, a orchard yeah, we, right there. That's right. We had our guide with it and he actually tried to make a couple of phone calls, but we thought, no, there's no way we can get in here. So we had our bus driver come back around, pick us up and carry us down to the city of Capernaum. And we just started hiking back there. Now, if you've seen episode seven, you've actually seen the footage of Jeremy and myself hiking to the Cove of the Sower, and it was incredibly difficult. Big rocks, and uh, took us nearly 45 minutes to get there. But you and the rest of the crew actually took a different route. What was that? Well, I actually uh, saw a bunch of uh, rock badgers, so I went to take some pictures of them and noticed that is actually right along 87 there is the, the end of the Jesus Trail, the trail that you can hike from Nazareth to Capernaum. And so I just started following that through the orchard, it was much easier than, than you had. And I, I remember hearing you all calling because it had gotten long enough and you still were about only a third of the way there on the rocks. You started cutting through the woods and were trying to find a way through all the briars 
That's right. To it, get back to it, us. It was really difficult. In fact, by the time we got there, I mean, Jeremy and I were basically almost in full sweat. And uh, y'all had kind of taken a casual stroll along the, the trail where you were. But we went all the way out there because we wanted to perform an audio experiment. We wanted to see if it was possible for Jesus to speak there on the edge of the lake and be heard by a large group of people. And so what we did was we took the whole crew and we recorded this. And what we want to do is we want to play the audio portion of this video on the podcast. We want you to listen to it because what we heard there was really, really amazing. And we're going to listen to that as soon as we take this break. We want to take a quick break and tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Memo Marketing. They're a full-service marketing company specializing in web design, strategic marketing, social media management. Uh, they build apps. They do a whole lot more. In fact, Appian Media has been working closely with Memo Marketing on the redesign and the relaunch of our website, and they've been integral in helping us achieve the goals we want to achieve. They have completely transformed the way that we are looking at fundraising. Uh, they are working to help make Appy Media much more sustainable. That's right. So if your company is looking for strategic marketing to grow your business, check out Memo Marketing. You can learn more about them at memomarketinggroup.com. That's memomarketinggroup.com. And now, back to the show. All right, so what we want to do is we want to play this clip that we mentioned earlier. Again, it's a couple of minutes long, and uh, Dan will probably provide a little bit of narrative uh, to it during the places where there's a lot of uh, silence going on. But anyway, we're going to have Craig, who's sitting behind the scenes here, play this clip for us. So go ahead, Craig, hit it. Well, I think this is right. You can correct me. You have never led a tour group down to the Coven Sower. No. And why is that? It's almost impossible to get to. <laughs> okay. So it was amazing to go to. It was a lot of work. It was worth the work. But the average person coming to Israel is not going to make that stop. No, from the place that we found a park that we could access it, it was probably 45 minutes hike. Over rocks. It was very difficult to get there. Jeremy, we've come to the northern shore of the Sea of Galilee. And as you can tell, there's a natural cove here in the shoreline just behind us. In the mid-1980s, there was a drought in this area and the water level dropped and exposed a number of harbors around the Sea of Galilee. We know from Luke chapter 5 that one of the times Jesus was coming along this side of the sea, there were a lot of people crowding around him trying to hear him. And when he got to some spot around here, he got into a boat with Peter and pushed back from the shore and spoke up to the people that were still on the land. Now, standing here in this cove, you can turn around and see it forms kind of a natural amphitheater. And it's really easy to imagine Jesus, this is his stage as he turns and faces the people and speaks up to them. Many people have questioned whether or not Jesus could actually be heard by a large group of people if he's a few feet off the shoreline. Let's do an experiment. Let me go up the hill a little ways. When I get up there, I want you to read the parable of the sower in a natural but loud speaking voice. And let me see if I can hear it. Sounds good. This was the really neat part for me. We, we, we watched you walk about 80, 100 yards up the hill and uh, turn around and then start talking through the walkie-talkies initially. Okay, Jeremy, I'm in position. Go ahead and read that passage and let me see if I can hear you. All right, I'm going to read from Matthew 13. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him so that he got into a boat and sat down. The instant he started talking, I thought for a second he was still using the intercom. I could hear him 
perfectly. No doubt if I was twice as far away, I could have heard him easily. And the whole crowd stood on the beach, and he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. The parable of the sower really marked the beginning of Jesus using parables in his ministry. That, that one really paved the way, and you finally get to the end of the parable and Jesus has this invitation, he who has ears to hear, let him hear explaining even to his disciples afterwards who didn't get the parable that we need to make sure that we're paying attention and allowing Jesus to teach us what he wants to teach us and that we're going to hear and allow his word to go deep into our lives. Such a good clip. It really is. I mean, every time I watch it, I think about when we were there and I still get chills every time. Uh, it was just a tremendous thing. Now, my reaction to what I was hearing uh, is recorded. It's on the video. Where were you, and what was your reaction to this? Well, actually, chills is exactly what I had. Um, I was actually in the video frame, but right behind something so you couldn't see me. So I was about three feet behind you off to the side. And when I heard him speak, yeah, both arms, just instant chill bumps, because that's where that happened. And I'm hearing the exact words, obviously a different language, but the exact words that Jesus spoke in that location 2,000 years ago, I was hearing it just like the crowd would have and hearing it from a distance. And yeah, it was just an amazing experience. It really is. And we have gotten so many comments about that clip since we, since we filmed it. And uh, my feelings about it were exactly the same way. We're hearing the exact words that Jesus said in the probable location where where it occurred. Uh, we're just separated by 2,000 years. And what's striking to me about that is that, of course, those words were true then, and they're equally as true now. So what lesson can we learn from the Cove of the Sower? Every time that I am over in Israel, I drive by that location. I try to imagine what the scene would have looked like from Matthew 13. You know, there's Jesus just offshore in Peter's fishing boat teaching up to this large crowd that was gathered all around him. And when I see him in my mind's eye, I'm reminded about the fact that Jesus never missed an opportunity to talk to people about God. It didn't matter if he was walking through the streets of Jerusalem, traveling across the Jezreel Valley, or walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Of course, the reason he never missed an opportunity was because he was looking for those opportunities. So here's the question for all of us. Are we looking for opportunities to talk to people about God? I'm convinced that there are opportunities all around us. But if you're like me, we are often so busy with the different aspects of life that we completely miss them. So let's all take a lesson from their visit to the Cove of the Sower. Let's look for opportunities to talk to others about God. Then let's do whatever we need to do, even if we have to step out into a boat, to make sure that everyone can hear us.
Digging Deeper is a production of Appian Media. We're a nonprofit media production company that is 100% crowdfunded. If you are interested in learning more about how you can support Appian Media so we can continue to create more great and free content, visit us at appianmedia.org slash diggingdeeper. If you'd like to reach out to either one of us, you can reach us at dan.kingsley at appianmedia.org and barry.britnell at appianmedia.org. We would love to hear from you and answer any questions you might have. Now, Barry and I are in front of the microphones, but it takes a lot more to produce this podcast. So a special thanks to Craig, Stuart, Jet, and the rest of the Appian Media team who are all doing their part. Join us next time as we invite Ralph Walker, a friend of ours from Tampa, Florida, into the studio. Barry and I had a chance to talk with him when we were in Israel last July, and we would like to share part of that discussion with you all. Until then, thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you on the next episode of Digging Deeper. 